Welcome to the Full-Time Life Podcast. I'm Steph, and this podcast is dedicated to sharing stories of people making big moves to live life to the hilt and live a life of balance, whatever that means to them. This week, I'm joined by my good friend, Cassandra. We actually filmed this in a salt cave in a holistic studio in New York City, Flolo Holistic, and it's a little quickie and it gives you a little insight into not just Cassandra, but her passion for caregivers and specifically how to find many moments of self-care, especially if you're a caregiver in your everyday life. I hope you'll enjoy. Welcome to the Full-Time Life Podcast. I am joined in this episode with my good friend, Cassandra. We are constant learners. And this is our first time meeting in person, so it's really exciting to record an episode together. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? My name is Cassandra, and I am a licensed social worker, and I live in New York City. And I have uh, worked primarily with older adults and their family caregivers. And I myself is a fa- am a family caregiver, and that's how I Developed my passion for helping families and caregivers. What's the best thing you did all week? Besides being on the podcast, oh. <laughs> the best thing that I've done this week is my mother is going to have like a major milestone birthday later on this year. So my family and I just literally this week had just started the process of trying to figure out what we're going to do to make sure that she has a blowout birthday this week. My father, my husband, and I we have an appointment to see some catering halls and those kinds of things. That's been really exciting. That's fun. Because we're both in the wellness space, mm-hmm. what are some of your go-tos for self-care? My favorite, like my absolute favorite self-care strategy is walking. I love, love walking. It doesn't matter if it's taking a walk in the park, taking a walk in the city, in the beach, wherever it is that you are. I love to walk. It's like my favorite. It's, to me, it's one of the best ways to be able to release attention and stress from your body and then it helps you to, to clear your mind so if you have um, any issues or concerns or problems something that you're trying to figure out it gives you the space to be able to do that that's my go-to my favorite quote is by celia tran and it's self-care means giving yourself permission to pause i love that quote you'll see i'm a very excitable person but the reason why i read that quote is because as caregivers, family caregivers, often they're doing a lot of things for other people. But this quote says that it's okay to take time for yourself, to do something for yourself. Because if you don't take care of yourself, how are you going to take care of all the other people mm-hmm. that you're trying to take care of? So I really like that. I love that. So let's get into it. On the podcast, I like to share stories about living life to the hilt and making big moves to either do that or find balance for your life. So share a little bit about big moves you've made, challenges, tell us everything. Okay. Okay. So start, I would probably have to be the origin story for Master Your Stress and why I created that. A few years ago, I was working at a job that I hated and I was studying for my licensing exam and I was really determined just to take it one time because I've known many people it's a tough exam and many people have had to take it multiple times I was determined that was not going to be me so I was studying for that taking classes study groups and then looking for a new job and you know having a family trying to have a life 
and I was a family caregiver for my grandmother. So helping her with meals, companionship, personal, all of the things. And I wasn't taking care of myself. I was doing everything else but taking care of myself. And I got to a point where I got really sick because of that. Like bronchitis, mm. the whole nine yards. And it got to a point where I said, I can't continue on living life like this. I have to make a change to do something to make things a little bit better. So that's when I started looking at different like, strategies and ways to be able to incorporate more self-care into my life and what kinds of things I could do in order to decrease stress and increase self-care. Of course, like everyone else, there are challenges with doing something like that. So you can't suddenly go from not doing anything for yourself at all to engaging in self-care on a regular basis. So one of the things that I did besides figuring out strategies for self-care was I ended up creating a group at that job that I hated for uh, meditation and deep breathing because a lot of my other coworkers were unhappy for a variety of reasons as well. And one of the challenges that I faced was mindset. Suppose no one shows up and suppose nobody cares about mm -hmm. like, what it is that I have to offer to the world. So those kinds of things. And then another challenge was just change in and of itself. Mm -hmm. I think no matter who you are and what it is that you're doing and what you're going through, Change is hard. And even if it's a good change and something that you're excited about, it still can be difficult. So that was a challenge. And then like most family caregivers, time and money are constant challenges. So what I did to try to work through that, one was creating that group at work and that ended up going really well. So I was very happy about that, excited about that. And the other things that I did was learning tips and strategies for what I like to call mindful moments which are just small things that you can do to increase your self-care that don't have to take a lot of time and don't have to take a lot of money, but just help you to be able to build a self-care practice that's sustainable. Because I really think that everybody, no matter who they are, you should really have a practice of self-care. But if it's something that's difficult and complicated and not sustainable, you're not going to do it. It has to be something small. So a mindful moment can just be taking a minute or two to, to breathe, take a pause before like, you go into a difficult meeting at work. Or maybe if you're feeling a little stressed out, you're feeling tense in your shoulders, just go take a walk. Something simple. I want to hone in on two things. One, you talked about how you neglected your own self-care and your body manifested that. It's really interesting that that it's it was like basically telling you, Cassandra, you've been neglecting. Exactly. And caregivers, it's so ironic, isn't it? That they're giving care mm -hmm. to someone else and neglecting just out of just this giver mode. Exactly, because you're so, I think, busy constantly thinking about the other person and their needs and their comfort and what you can do and what you have to give that your own needs kind of get put on the back burner quite a bit, and especially if you're working families and juggling a lot of responsibilities. You know, the more responsibilities you're juggling, the harder it gets. I agree. And then the other thing, what I love about your approach is human behavior science suggests that we can really only make one to 2% change at a time. And so what I really love about your approach is you call it sustainable, where you're not talking about a total life overhaul it's a minute or two minutes and it starts to stack so that over time 
you have that small change. I think that's so practical. Yes. Realistically, breathing for one minute is not going to totally and completely change your life forever. But if that one minute leads to two minutes, and that leads to three minutes, and five minutes, and down the road, it leads to a, a good, healthy, sustainable breathwork practice, then that's life-changing. Right? It goes back to a book that I'm actually reading, Atomic Habits yes. by James Clear. I love this book. So basically, the, the atomic habit is a practice or something that you do that's small, easy, and you do it, and then eventually, over time, it becomes a habit. Same thing with self-care. You don't have to spend five hours in the gym every day for self-care. You can do something as simple as meditating for five minutes. And over time, it'll become a habit and it'll help you and help sustain you. Okay, so you started this group with your work and it really, it was almost like proof of concept. What are you doing now with this idea of a small group community? Okay, so I'm very excited. There are two things that I'm working on that are interrelated that um, I'm very excited about. So the one thing is that I'm working right now on my very first course on um, self-care and it's about helping family caregivers or honestly anyone who's a super busy person and feels like they need more self-care in their life. Yes, it's geared towards family caregivers, but anyone can use these approaches. It helps family caregivers to develop their own personalized self-care practice that's based on their specific needs and what they need to have more of in their life. So I'm working on that and I'm hoping that in the spring I'll be able to launch that course for the very first time. And then in the meantime though, what I'm doing right now is I'm working on a challenge for again, family caregivers, super busy people, anyone that needs more self-care in their life. And it's going to be taking place this month. It's free. Okay. I need to join it. Yes. Yes. You absolutely will. Okay. It's free. So there's no excuses. It's a 10-day challenge, and it's going to take place from January the 22nd to January the 31st. And each day, we're going to dive into different aspects of self-care and different things that you or anyone else can do in order to easily and simply add more self-care into their life. Of course, very excited about that. I love it. I need it. I'm really leaning into the, the compassion side yeah. of what self-care is and not just the discipline side. That is the nurturing side of self-care. What should everyone know if they want to join the challenge? Sure. Where do we go? And the best place would be to find me on Instagram. Follow me on Instagram. It's Master Your Stress okay. on Instagram because I'm definitely going to be posting information and links and everything to the challenge. Master Your Stress. And you'll find me and I'll be in the challenge with you. You absolutely. I mean, you don't have to be a family caregiver in order to join or participate. I think any and everyone will be able to find that. I do want to just share too that kind of the special moment of the power of accountability. It's worth noting that um, it's a really powerful tool. And I think that you forming a group for 10 days, that basically is accountability. And as much as we want to do it self-care for ourselves, having that extra lever of I committed to this and I have a group of people relying on me, whether they are or not, is really powerful. It is, and it can make such a big difference in your life. But it is a powerful motivator. Thank you for joining. <laughs> Thanks for joining us live from this salt cave. And we're like in our element. I know, I'm <laughs> loving it. All right, thank you.